This episode of Hey, Don't Touch That is brought to you by Greenhouse Salad Company, located in Edmonton, Alberta. Hey guys, are you looking to not eat your own cooking for 10 days in a row or 10 meals? Is your partner's cooking less than satisfactory? Are you tired of just going to the grocery store and getting a prepackaged rotisserie chicken? Well, look no further. My friends at the Greenhouse are offering... 10 meals for $100. That's right, folks. $10 a meal. That is less than your coffee. I guess two coffees at Starbucks or wherever you get your coffee. Whenever you're, uh, and it's fantastic. It's a great deal. Both Jordan and I use this service. Jordan more so than I. Uh, they don't, they're not in uh, BC. But, yeah, they're fantastic. So go now. Mention this ad. And they might give you a 10% discount. So let them know that, hey, don't touch that. Sent you. Get your 10 meals for $100 today. See ya. Hello. Good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to Hey, Don't Touch That, and this is episode 20. I'm your host, Brian, joined as always with my fellow co-host, Jordan. Jordan, how are you doing? I'm great, I'm great. It's our 20th episode. I thought we for sure would have stopped after about two or three, but yeah, we're doing this thing so far, so I don't know how many people are listening, but... We will, Actually, uh, I, I do kind of know how many people are listening, and it's <laughs> not great. <laughs> what? Do you think anything would happen if you and I made more of an effort to promote this thing? I don't know. Like, what if we just, I don't know, unlocked both of our Instagram accounts, uh, updated the Instagram account, make an Instagram account for this podcast? Actually, like, you know, we should get a white girl to do it for us. We should get my wife. She does social media <laughs> or your wife. Yeah, I don't think either of them would want to waste their time. We'll figure it out. We'll see. Right now, we still have a steady, like, in the 20s listening. So I'm good with that. If that starts to drop, then maybe we'll either consider packing it in or let's start putting more muscle behind this puppy. <laughs> hey, our po- our uh, sponsor hasn't even paid us yet. Anyway. Interesting. Yeah, 20 episodes. 20 episodes i uh I, I didn't think we'd make it actually no i had an idea you and i like once we set our minds to something we probably follow through for the most part yeah it's more just finding a time to do it like we know when we yeah. want to do it it's just after the like right now we're doing it every sunday yeah. which is fine but normally at the end of the week i don't know about you but i kind of feel burnt out sometimes i'm just like oh no i don't want to like but then once we get going it's fun yeah i feel run down that's mm-hmm. for sure like we were, we were talking with Kevin uh, Boyer, I can't remember what episode he was, but uh, we were talking about how hard it is to actually like create a, a content idea that people actually want to listen to. Uh, like people, I think, find the interviews generally interesting if they kind of know the person at least. And like, yeah. oh, I didn't know that about them. Uh, but yeah, we'll have to figure out more and more as we go, which is the fun part about doing it sometimes. So. Yeah, I, I, I think it's, I'm happy if this is a slow burn. If by the time we uh, reach episode 40, we have twice as many listeners, which is still only like 40 listeners, but that's mm-hmm. cool. I just think, you know what? You and I, 
we're we're self-handicapping we're not even doing this at our full strength we're we're, exactly. we're like we're, we'd rather just we're doing this in spite of ourselves you know yeah exactly like I mean, oh we're basically not trying if we were trying imagine <laughs> how big it would be yeah got a good episode planned out as always but uh before we start our first step before we start our first segment let's do our first unofficial segment. <laughs> fuck it let's do the first segment it's our beer review all right jordan do you want to go first or you want me to go first i can go first okay uh i am drinking a very popular beer in edmonton uh, the Full Moon Pale Ale by Alley Cat. Oh, I like that one. Uh, I have had it before and I do enjoy it. So uh, we will, I don't know, let's see what's on here then. It's a 35 IBU, 5%, 341 mil bottle. Oh. Uh, yeah, it contain water, malt, hops, and yeast. So Excellent. It follows a certain law. <laughs> anyway, Brian... <laughs> I so this this week I uh I chose one, so I got a bunch of beer for my birthday, and uh, I chose this beer specifically because I knew that Jordan was a fan of this type of beer. So the beer I chose this week is from Germany. <laughs> it is a hacker. I can't pronounce it. Pushor. Municher Gold, and I don't, yeah, I totally butchered that, but it's a traditional Munich lager filtered. Ooh. All right, it contains, and you know, this is good shit when I'm looking around for English. <laughs> it contains uh, water, malted barley, and hops, and yeast. Oh. It doesn't say yeast. So it does follow the Belgian purity law. And I knew that you, and I, and I had a whole bunch I could have picked. I picked the one from Germany because I was just like, you know what? Jordan and I are doing this podcast tonight. This is Jordan's kind of beer. I feel the one thing people should know from this podcast is the Belgian purity law because it has come up well early on, especially. And I'll keep popping it, popping its ugly head up. But oh, anyways, cheers. cheers. Happy 20th. Mm-hmm. Before we get into anything. Uh, I don't know. Most people already know this about me, but I'm pretty like uh, influenced by ads, <laughs> especially on podcasts. Where like me, I've had me undies. I've had uh, what else have I had? Um, Everlast power lock. Everlast power lock gloves. <laughs> uh, I've looked into like those mattress companies, like Helix and uh, I actually have a Casper pillow. I have an ND pillow. Um, anyway, I have an ND mattress. I've so. I also get influenced by like Instagram ads. <laughs> so like I'm like scrolling through and then this ad pops up for like Viking beard, the Viking beard kit. And like oh, the spokesperson is uh, the the guy who plays the mountain Thor yeah, Jordanson, yeah. and some other guy. And of course their beards are looking awesome. And I was like, instantly I'm like, I need this beard kit. <laughs> so I don't, I can't remember how, like the beer, I got, bought the beard kit minus the straightener. Because with the straightener, it was over 200 bucks. It's like, I can't can't justify that. But I think I spent like 140 and got this whole beard kit. So I'm like, I've, I'm set. I'm growing a monster beard now. So uh, the kit came within a day and it looked very professional. What? Oh, yeah. It came super quick. Normally Are you doesn't, serious? Normally doesn't happen with Instagram ads, but this no. came super quick. And the box was like very professional. I was quite impressed. It's from the beardstruggle.ca, I believe. And then it comes with. Uh, there's a beard balm, a beard scruff balm, 
I'm not sure what that does. I got to read that in the box. There's a uh, shampoo, conditioner, a night oil, and a day oil. Oh, shit. A scrubbing brush and a, a, like a pick comb. I don't know. Like an Afro pick for your beard? Kind of. It's like a, it's, what do you call it? Like a switchblade or something. It switches out and it's like a comb. It's oh. A straight comb. <laughs> straight beard. So I know my beard's not very long now. It's kind of well kept at least. When did I, you cut it? Uh, yesterday. I trimmed oh. up just the neck area. But I've been using the uh, day and night oil for the last couple of days. My, the scent I got is a Viking storm. Yeah. Has uh has your wife noticed? I don't think she knows about it yet. She might know if she, if she listens. This is a test. If she listens, she'll know I bought this, and then she'll probably give me shit for buying it. But then she'll probably be like, "I've noticed you smelled like a great Dane." <laughs> yeah, a great no, Viking wanna... warrior. It looks good. Your beard. I was gonna say you look well kept. <laughs> to go along with those puppies right there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the thing I wanted to add, that's why you and I actually were probably, that's one of the things about you that I knew that we, we were going to be friends for a long time. Because I was also <laughs> the same way on podcasts. I would buy whatever they told me to buy. Yeah. Like I'd buy all this, all the merch. Yeah. And yeah. So I have me undies as well. I've, yeah. I've, I actually had it for a while. And then I started getting, having to pay duty on the undies. So I was like, I can't pay duty plus this. So, but I just resubscribed recently and I had no more duty. So. I'm back to normal. Yeah. Nice. And I'm no longer getting the light colored pairs, which are no, no bueno. No bueno. <laughs> you got you to gotta, you gotta get the darker colors. I have one pair of light colored MeUndies. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they get the least amount of wear time. Yeah. I have, a, one I have reason, a bunch, but. One reason being like that they're a little tighter. I think they changed their sizing. Okay. I think I have to size up now on MeUndies. I used to be a medium. So um, I'm small. <laughs> yeah right uh but yeah no but that's that's so it, they're a little restricting some days or i think they the fabric shrinks but the other reason is yeah they're white and if if, if you if, if it's a dirty if it's one of those itchy bum like months or itchy bum weeks oh the itchy cornhole yeah our friend james is he's the king of the itchy cornhole from what he tells me <laughs> i don't mean to out him out on the show but that's fine but yeah, no, it. I can imagine, like, just I remember one time just taking off my undie, my me undies, and just they were the light colored ones. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be, this gonna be rough because I knew I was just like I was scratching all day. Yeah, yeah, sure enough, man, sure enough. It's just I shake my head. I'm just like I'm a thirty, now thirty seven year old man. He still, still scratches his cornhole. Yeah, <laughs> still dealing with that, shit stains. And up. you know what? This is the most beautiful part about the bidet. It, like you don't have to use your finger anymore, Brian. No. You can just let the water no. do the work. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, that's why I like shitting at home. Like before, I was a indiscriminate shitter, but now it's like no, the preference is at home because I can I clean up. Especially if it's one of those weeks. I agree. Like we've all had those weeks where we're a little yeah. short on the roughage, right? Yeah. And <laughs> at work too, they only have one ply. Yeah. So we just get the little like. Surprise, surprise blast finger blast through you like, oh yeah. <laughs> kind of like kind of like it we're like oh fuck <laughs> crazy sometimes you get and then like i don't know you get the bingo marker going at home we're just <laughs> come that's on why is it not going away i don't understand but. that's the worst so then you, you get all raw like no yeah. no thanks yeah. anyway all right well you know we've probably lost like half of our listenership <laughs> there but no problem definitely your in-laws or the outlaws yeah, they're they don't like the poo cool. stories, right? 
they don't like they don't like talking about poo that's for sure which is weird but whatever each to their own <laughs> all right so this is a special episode jordan tell so instead of some all of our segments we decided to forego many of them in uh in favor of one super segment much like our show last week so can yes. you educate our uh, our listeners about that yeah so we are going to do i think we're going to do three segments well four if you include the beer review uh, but I don't know what order we're going to do them in, but I'll just go through them. Uh, we're going to do our top three, which is our, one of our show staples, I believe. Uh, it's going to be a pretty light top three. And then we're, because it's the 20th episode, we're going to do our first ever mock draft of an item. So the way it's going to work will be, uh, we're going to do all time rustlers, an all time rustling draft. Uh, we're going to do 20 picks, 10 each. It's going to be snake order style. So whoever gets first overall will go first. The other guy gets to go back to back, and then it'll be back to back picks all the way up to twenty. Uh, we have well, when we do the actual segment, we'll explain a little bit more. But uh, yeah, we're gonna do an actual mock draft. So once the guy's gone, he's gone, and the, we're gonna have two lists at the end. And uh, yeah, we got we gotta figure out some way to get it out to the public where they can review it and let us know who won. Well, we can. You maybe know, that'll be which, where our Instagram, new Instagram page will come in handy. Maybe we'll share it on our Instagrams, and then we'll start a new Instagram. Page. Yeah, Yo, <laughs> sounds I, yeah, good. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, and then yeah, and then we're gonna finish up with our dad blog, which is, I believe, another reason, another staple of the show, and the reason why we started. So yeah, uh, yeah. So why do we want to start with top three right now? Yeah, let's kick it off. We'll uh, we'll start we'll start uh, strong, I guess. So top three. Okay, Jordan. So this week's top three, my suggestion. Let's keep it light. Let's keep it uh, fresh, and we'll uh, nothing too, nothing that takes too much preparation. We were our top three is basically the top three pieces of content that you have consumed in the last month. So pretty, yeah, it's pretty broad. I what I think is it can either be an entire podcast, so a podcast series, a single podcast episode. Um, a YouTube channel, a YouTube clip, a, uh, a TV show, whatever, whatever counts as content. And uh, the only thing that we'll kind of exclude are like blog articles. Cause I know you don't read that much. I read quite a bit, but you know, let's just, keep I, it, uh... well, I do read <laughs> mostly <laughs> blog articles is what I read. I just don't read books very often. You fuck. <laughs> I know you don't read. <laughs> what kind of statement is that? <laughs> All right. Top three. <laughs> <laughs> top three. So top three pieces of content. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, I'll let you go first. Okay. Go. Top three. So number three for me, this is a podcast that I recently started to listen to quite a bit. It's kind of, there's, it's two podcasts, but the same host. It's uh, the Dave Chang show on the ringer podcast network and he also has this other podcast called recipe club i consider them the all in all the same podcast um but really good i've been trying to i'm not consciously but sort of consciously just uh become more asian as shitty as it sounds no but just like just just it, it's cool to listen to voices that aren't you know, Dave Chang's a, a successful restaurateur, owns numerous restaurants in the States, uh, Canada, and as well as Australia. Uh, he's like founded the Momofuku Empire. So both his podcasts are really good. They, uh, 
it's him, his buddy Chris Yang. It reminds me of this podcast, but they have better hosts. I mean, better guests, <laughs> not better hosts. And they have a producer. Oh, and man. one of the episodes that they did was actually a recipe club. They did a whole episode on chickpeas. So you basically, they had three different uh, chickpea recipes. And that chickpea recipe, that one was the one that I uh, ended up using it for dinner last night. And it was a rousing success. Like it was good. You would have eaten the entire pot I made on rice Ooh. and then thrown up afterwards because you ate too much. That's yeah. very rare. I throw <laughs> up from eating too much. <laughs> yeah. So that's my number three. Number three. Uh, okay. The Dave Chang Show slash Recipe Club. Perfect. I'm going to preface my top three with saying there are three podcasts I listen to without a doubt every week. Uh, I'm going to, I'll go from, so number three would be Firing the Kid. Number two would be Joe Rogan. Uh, and it all depends on his guests, obviously, because he's a big variety. And then number one is Spit and Chicklets, the hockey podcast. So yes. I'm going to get those out of the way. They're not in this list because uh, that wouldn't be fun if I just named the three I always listen to. So yeah. three con- uh, I have one con- two podcasts and one content one that I'm going to throw in there. Okay. So uh, number three is going to be a YouTube channel that I watch a fair amount uh, it, of interest to me because I'm a plumber. It's called Drain Addict. What? Yeah. So if you watch it, it's uh, I'll kind of give you a brief description. So a guy uses, if most people, if they have a plug drain at home, they'll yeah. call us a, they'll call a plumber and they'll bring what we call a snake or an auger. Yes. Basically a metal cable that spins, clears the blockage out. So there's also uh, a device called a jetter. So basically it's like a, a high powered like pressure washer that goes in your drain and uses the, the hot yeah. Or, I don't even know if that's still hot water, but like the super high pressure water to blast the drain. Yeah. It gets kind of, me- yeah, it gets kind of messy, but it'll, yeah. it forces it all down. So drain addict is basically a guy, I think he's in Australia or New Zealand or <laughs> by his accent, one of those countries uh, who like, sorry, Gary. who videotapes himself clearing drains, uh, which doesn't sound that funny or fun to watch. But just watch an episode and then tell me, like, you don't want to watch more. It's a, it's very sat- satisfying to watch. Like, nothing's, there's no better feeling than unplugging a drain. I'll tell you this that one that's plugged, especially. Secondly, he has a couple like things he always does. Like, he, he walks like he's in GTA, so you can see his arms swing <laughs> in this thing. He does it on purpose. And then he has a little rat that he brings, like a toy rat, but he puts there and he calls him Ratty. And then he's always telling Ratty, he's like, where are we going to find the corn, Ratty? <laughs> <laughs> so that is gonna be my number three it's called drain addict uh and for the what he's doing it's an amazing amount of people that will watch some of these videos like over a million views on some of them of serious? him like unplugging shit drains so uh, is it if, sorry is he sponsored uh i don't know if he's sponsored i don't know how to find that out if he's sponsored but yeah he sells t-shirts uh he, he must maybe sponsored by the equipment he uses hmm but uh yeah he has a crap ton of videos out like his newest video has right now thirty-two thousand views on it but he only has four hundred nineteen thousand subscribers so i don't know what's going on here that's four hundred and nineteen thousand. Like, yeah. so almost half a million subscribers yeah that's... so maybe so not a million views he has about a half a million guys that watch his videos all the time that's crazy uh but for what he's doing it's amazing it's actually pretty amazing he probably makes more off youtube than he does actually clearing these drains so that's pretty good that's my number three all right do you want to do snake draft you go next uh, yeah i can go again uh so my next one that i've been watching 
is another uh, barstool podcast. It's called Bussin' with the Boys. Oh, what's okay. uh, Taylor Taylor Lawan and I can't remember the other guy. Oh, both, Taylor Lawan, yeah. the uh, tackle for the uh, Titans, Titans. Well, formerly okay. Titans. I don't know if he's still I, okay. Titans, yeah, but they have a pretty good podcast. Like hearing old football stories and some of their guests, they're pretty good. So it's a good listen. Um, it's kind of a, the ilk of Spit and Chicklets, like the hockey version where yeah, yeah, it's football like for, former players are telling you kind of like the insides of the game and some like really funny stories about former players. So I really like that one as well. So busting with the boys. Busting with the boys. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. My uh, number two. Okay. So I, it's similar to number three. It's the uh, David Chang, his Instagram. Jesus. Dude, he's my, uh, like, I don't know what happened, man. I went ate at two of his restaurants, but I was in New York two years ago, mm-hmm. three years ago, and never really liked the guy. And then after I, my last trip, to Alberta when I was forced to be alone mm-hmm. drive down. I thought was all I listened to. Yeah. His Instagram page is really good because he's been stuck at home like everybody has oh, for the yeah. last year. But he's, I don't know, his, so he has all these cooking videos and I've been watching them all, like just watching all of his cooking videos and it's just like, oh yeah, I could totally do that. And his thing is he's got a kid. He wants to cook everything as fast as he can and mm-hmm. it's still relatively delicious. And that's been one of the struggles with me recently uh my wife's been going back to has gone back to work yeah and some days i have to like i guess i'll talk about this later but just cooking i have to cook and it's yeah. I have to cook relatively quickly so i was watching his fried rice video and it was really good i uh i liked it i've made fried rice like six times in the last two weeks nice varying degrees of success very nice very nice one time i uh took it a step too far he has a microwave i do not Mm-hmm. And he defrosted his his frozen rice first, then yeah. he fried it. Yeah, I tried to fry it straight from the freezer on the pan. It didn't work out. Yeah, definitely no no bueno. Hmm, interesting. I never even <laughs> thought about freezing rice until you just said it right there. But the guy, okay, so if you have a microwave, and I guess you do, you basically just anytime you eat, you make too much of it. Oh yeah, you just always freeze it. Yeah, you just freeze it so you can use it, and it's really like use it whenever you want. And apparently, it works really well. You just throw oh, it in the microwave. The amount of time, the amount of times I've left left rice like go bad in the fridge. Yeah, is like like in the last like four weeks is probably at least like five times. That's crazy. Because I make rice like basically every day now, and I just how eat, <laughs> eat it myself. Oh yeah. So just a quick question, just out of interest, it's my personal survey. How do you make your rice? How do I make my rice in yeah. a pot? Like oh. I boil, I boil water. I don't have a rice cooker. Yeah, that's 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 your first fail. Why is it a fail? <laughs> Why? Because you have to measure out the water. You have to do all this crap. You have to oh, watch oh, the pot. I'm, I'm sorry, it's hard to get a cup out and pour. Take zero effort. Or I could just push a button, and then it cooks it, and then it, it tells me when it's ready. I know what I'm getting you the next time for your uh, for your birthday. The oh, next perfect. time I see you, I know okay. what I'm getting you. You're gonna thank me. I do have an Instapot. I mean, I could have cooked it in there, but I don't yeah. need to because I'm an Dedic- expert pot rice cooker. Dedicated rice cooker, man. Our friend Jeez. AJ, just like two to one. That's all you got to remember. Two to one. <laughs> Leading me to my next, my number one piece of content, Uncle Roger. Who's that? On, uh, so he's a, uh, he's this guy on YouTube. It's a, uh, he's a character created by Nigel Ong. He's a, a Malaysian British Malaysian, yeah, it looks like. 
but uh, he so he did this one one uh youtube video everyone I, i'm pretty sure you saw it it was he was uh reacting to a video of this british chef making uh, jamie fried oliver rice. yeah and jamie oliver yeah it's a different one though anyways he just talks shit about people making fried rice yeah and also people who have to make rice using a pot <laughs> yeah gotcha it's been great i've been watching it with my daughter yeah definitely like he drops a lot of f-bombs and stuff but she's just like like she really likes it she's like dad 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 can we watch uncle roger i'm like okay and one time we were watching this episode uncle roger was talking shit about induction stoves yeah and lydia was just like daddy that's what we have i'm just like yeah we have an induction stove it's good man (laughs) it's it was uh so Uncle Roger reminded me of why, like I've been always trying to figure out why my parents' cooking tasted a certain way. Yeah. Could never figure it out. And then Uncle Roger unlocked the secret. He's like, yeah, you make sure you use MSG. MSG is the king of flavor. And now I remember, I remember when my dad would use this white powder and he would put it in our food. It was mm-hmm. MSG. So I went out and I got myself a bag of MSG. My fried rice is on, is, is uh, what the kids call fire. Ooh. It's good. One time it, there was an actual fire, but yeah. Do you use sesame oil in your fried rice? I used it afterwards to bring out the, bring out the uh, the scent. I don't mm-hmm. cook with the sesame oil though. Sesame oil is not for cooking; it's for flavor. It's in lots of marinades though. Yes, because uh, you want to add flavor. flavor to your to your uh, food. Oh, I get it. Like you're not putting it like uh, like olive oil to cook with. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Also, you don't want to cook with olive oil. That's what led to uh, my fire. I don't use olive oil. I use avocado oil. (laughs) Actually, I used to use coconut oil because it's a higher burn point. There, that's good. Higher smoke point, yes. But I'm also a plumber and I know not to light my kitchen on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, plumbers don't know that, but... You just have common sense. I'm just not stupid. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Number uh, one for you. My number one... um, Oh, so... Uh, I actually, in the, in the past couple of weeks, I've started listening to a show. Uh, it's the Ben Shapiro show. So oh, I don't, I, yeah. And I, I like, I don't necessarily agree with all the things he says, obviously, but what I do like about him is uh, he's very good at debating. I think I knew like no one could argue that. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's amazing how quick he is <laughs> like his rebuttals with what his facts, whether his facts are right or wrong it's amazing how quick he comes back with them and i'm very shocked at it so i've been watching a lot of his videos but necessarily not all like he's known as a very political voice but i've actually been watching lots of his movie reviews <laughs> he's oh, a big <laughs> he's actually a big comic book fan so uh i listened i watched his review on um the justice league and uh, batman versus superman suicide squad so yeah, so, and I listened to his interview with uh, Dave Portnoy, who's like the founder of Barstool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I listened to that today, and it's, they don't actually talk too much politics in it. Like, I, they, those two, they're very close aligned in their political views anyway, so yeah, yeah. it wouldn't be very, like, interesting, like, political, like, I guess if you agree with them, you might be like, yeah, I love this, but. Yeah, uh, I think. He has a lot of good points. I mean, uh, he may have a lot of good points. I don't necessarily still agree with him, like. He's, I don't, I don't believe he's pro-choice. Yeah. Uh, I, like, I, yeah. I don't think he's pro-choice and I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of, uh, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about my political view. Like I don't necessarily agree with him on that, but I, I feel there's, never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that one. Very okay. touchy topic for some people. I don't want to okay, get into Okay. Like, yeah, let's not touch abortion just because you and I 
don't have yeah. uteruses. Yeah. But it's not my I, place, I can't though. say, yeah, I can't say that like, you can't just totally, someone can be an asshole, mm-hmm. right? Someone could have really poor political reviews or uh, political views counter to you. Someone and, mm-hmm. and Ben Shapiro, like, but you're listening to him because you want to hear his, his point on comic books. If he can speak well about comic books and whatnot, mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, I agree with what he has to say about comic books. That yeah. doesn't make me an asshole because he doesn't think that yeah. uh, abortion should happen. It's just like, yeah. And, <laughs> and just and I'll, like, I'll be honest, like just because I don't agree with him on that topic, I will agree with him on some other topics. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, it's like, I'm like, comfortable enough where like yeah just because i listen to someone and i might laugh at what they say or whatever not to say i agree 100 percent with what they say he yeah. does have some ideas that i like and i was like oh yeah like that's a very simple idea why can't we uh like follow that like uh, i kind of like his views on like the black lives matter thing like he's like he agrees there's a problem but he's just like just saying everything's racist doesn't help anybody <laughs> he's like let's like narrow it down and figure out what's racist so we can make a policy to change it so yeah. that makes more sense other than being like, oh yeah, that's institutions racist. And it's like, well, why? Tell me why. And lots of people will be like, well, no, they're racist. It's like, that yeah. doesn't help anyone. So just exactly. views like that, I like. I think it's okay. Well, we didn't expect to go down this well, path. I'm not trying to. I'm just but, saying why. No, no, I like I'm not. I, I agree. I totally agree. I think like you, and that's one thing that like, I'm not condoning. I don't condone anybody's point of views but it's you're human you you just because and that's like the the subtlety that i think is lost on a lot of people is just like oh yeah you're either left or you're right wing it's like no i'm yeah. not no there are things i agree there's some things i disagree with and i and i remember chris uh chris rock saying this he made a joke out of it he's just like you're liberal you're he's like no i'm human it's just like uh he would say i think something about racism he's, he's like yeah i'm very like liberal or whatever yeah. and like birth control cons- or conservative i forgot what he anyways the point he was trying to make is you have opinions you have opinions for everything you can't just it's not one size fit all and if you're just because you're right wing or because you're left wing and everything is is because of uh, if all your opinions are influenced by the fact that that's what left wing people do then you're a fucking moron just like the other people on the other side you have to have opinions about everything there's subtlety to everything nothing's black or white everything is various shades of gray and i think it's important for and that's one thing that's been lost yeah. It's important for people to agree with that, to see that. Yeah. And uh, like we had Dave Portnoy on and Dave Portnoy says like, people think I'm very right wing. He's like, but he's like, I might appear that way. He's like, I am very right wing when it comes to my money. Like I'm very conservative when it comes to my own money. But on each topic, he's like, I take each topic individually. Like mm-hmm. I don't have an, like if you, if you say you're conservative, most, most often I know how you're going to think on a topic, which it shouldn't be that way. It's like, well, I should just ask him because he might think differently than, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I, I, and that's what I kind of align with. It's like, I think each topic I just take, like, I don't know yet. Like, let me look at, like, let me take a look at it, see what people say. And then I'll pick what I say. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to call anyone, oh, yeah, like, that's stupid. Like, okay, well, that's what you think. I just disagree. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that, and, not- and, and we talked about this before. This is kind of where, our society is kind of losing it where it's like, if you don't, uh, if you don't support this or you don't say this, it's like, you're an asshole. It's like, why? Yeah. It's like, what are you talking about? It's like, just because I don't agree with you doesn't mean like I'm retarded. I just like, I have a different point of view. And, and if these you are, are exactly. And if you're somebody who, if I know if you identify as a, a liberal or a conservative, mm-hmm. and if I can deduce 
what your opinion is about things that are completely unrelated mm-hmm. from monetary policy to healthcare policy. If, if I can do that, you're a fucking moron and you're clearly not thinking enough. You need to do like, I won't say do your research, but you yeah. need to like, it's like, yeah, just because you feel like you're right leaning or left leaning doesn't mean that that dictates what your opinion on something is. Yeah. You it doesn't should, mean you should but, think about and it. I wonder, I wonder how much it is too. like in public, I mean, they might just go, Oh, like I'm, I, I'm kind of like liberal views. I'm going to go with what the liberals say yeah. where it's like, really, why don't you just look at the issue head on and be like, well, like, listen, I agree with the liberals on this, but I don't on this. Just, yeah. I don't know why you got to be left or right. You just exactly. You're, just kind of be your own person, which I, I think it's kind of lost, especially now and more so probably in the States. And it's a little bit in Canada, but more so in the States, like you're left or right. And like, if you're extreme, either one, it's like, <laughs> look out, but it's like, like, it's turned into sports, man. Yeah. Oh, like, if you're like the whole athletes getting into sports and all that's just ridiculous. It's like well, <laughs> they're athletes. Let them no, no, athletes. but I sorry, I turned I said it's all turned into sports. I mean, like, so okay, so most I don't know what Oilers Twitter is like because mm-hmm. maybe I the, the the portion of Oilers Twitter I'm on is very like they hate the Oilers, but. Yeah. I, for a lot of people, for some people, it's like your team can do no wrong. Like, oh, why are you going to be so negative when you're shitting on one of the Oilers uh, signings? It's like, I'm not being negative. I'm trying to look at this objectively. And it's like, it doesn't make me not an Oilers fan. It's just, mm-hmm. I hate their management or their management's not doing a good job. Or maybe they are. It's like, you can still disagree and you doesn't necessarily like mean that you're not that thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, like I, I feel sorry, sorry to cut you off, but just on the Oiler fan, Oiler Twitter is just like ridiculous. Um, I'm a huge Oiler fan, and I've always have been, and I've always been like, whatever they do, like I'm looking for the positive. Yeah, like the Hall Larson trade, I'm like, well, you know what, the Oilers needed a defenseman, like defenseman no going trees, right? This is what they needed to fit at the time. Let's just (laughs) like, and I still kind of defend the trade, like. It's hard to, granted, but I, I, I but and then you have the trade. opposite side where everyone just like no matter what they do, they're stupid, they're shit bags. It's like, well, come on, like what like this year, what's Holland gonna do? He has no money. <laughs> you can't like, oh, you should have got like gave up everything to get Taylor Hall this year. It's like the guy had two goals. You're not gonna give up a first round pick for him right now, right? You and might have like, given up a second. <laughs> well, that, they didn't have a second though. That's the extra second. Uh, <laughs> So stupid people like you. <laughs> no, I, you know what I mean, though. Like, there's people that like never going to get it right. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is everyone's like, oh, let's get Hall to play with McDavid. Well, if people remember, Hall did play with McDavid. They didn't be the best. It wasn't the best. Hall actually did way better with dry saddle. Yeah. And that's where, like, they, too, like, lit it up when McDavid was out. So, anyway, yeah. irregardless. Uh, yeah. People just got to, like, stop being so negative. Look at the positives. And that'd be a better life for everyone. <laughs> And use your brain. Yeah. A little bit of like, if you don't know, it's not wrong to say you don't know. Yeah. Just say you don't know. Do And if you want to like have an opinion, go do your research and there you go. Like it's not hard. It's not yeah. super hard. Right. I want to make a note though. Both you and I don't make uh we don't generally, we stay away from the politically charged or socially issued charge. Just it's not because we don't care. Yeah. It's because Jordan and I don't have a lot of time and the little time we do have, we spend on, very very useful things like mixed martial arts odds of <laughs> yeah. uh, what the Hockey, others are yeah. going to do fantasy drafts yeah. and our next topic top 10 our mock draft for top 10 wrestlers yes so right. well, explain we're, we're, this 
So what we're going to do is we're going to do a mock draft, like I kind of said earlier. Uh, we do have categories. So you have to draft uh, one female, at least one female, all-time wrestler. One, I don't know, Brian, if I told you this, but I'm going to add it in. One manager. Yeah. Manager slash valet. Uh, and one tag team. So that's uh, four. And then another six wrestlers. Now, with the tag team, the stipulation is you need both members of the tag team to complete the tag team. That makes sense. Oh. So I'm going to use a shitty tag team because I don't want to use my good ones because Brian's going to... We'll use the Body Donnas back in the day. Skip and Zip. Yeah. Their valet was Sunny, who you could use. If I draft Zip, I better be drafting Skip if I want to use the Body Donnas <laughs> as a team. If not, they're considered individual wrestlers on your oh, list. Oh, God. This is tough. Um, for what's considered a tag team, we'll accept like the popular tag teams or if they won championships together, like a championship together as a tag team. So that'll, that'll kind of help you out. Cause you can draft two major wrestlers. And as long as they tag together, you can use that as your tag team. Oh, fuck. This is hard. Well, you have some time to think about it. This, so, is, this is way harder than the way I thought it was. I thought like, okay, so th- my Brian, okay, I'm going to say Brian wanted just to be like, if you draft Shawn Michaels, you can't take Marty Jannetty. He's automatically a rocker. No, no. I no, said, no, no, if no. you take Shawn Michaels, but you're and the other person can't take the rockers as their uh, tag team but this is better so this, this is better is from the standpoint of if you take Shawn michaels and i know you're Eng- like let's say you take Shawn michaels and it's not gonna happen <laughs> but you're gonna take him in the ninth like with your ninth pick and you don't have a tag team yet i purposely might take marty Janetti, so you could don't have a tag team and you'll lose the draft automatically that's my thinking okay I and this see. is this is going to go on for future drafts because I believe we're going to use this mock draft again and we're, we're going to have more people with us. So there might be some block in here that might need to happen in order to have the best draft. So, All right. Uh, and we will do a snake draft. So whoever gets first overall, they'll go first. And then the other guy will get to go back to back until we're done. So we're going to okay. do tw- 20 picks altogether, 10, 10 guys. We're going to go all-time wrestlers. And uh, so just an idea of what like what would constitute like a great wrestler. Um, Bret Hart had a quote actually uh, of what he considered a great wrestler. And there's three categories, presence, wrestling ability, and promo ability. So we'll try to keep those in mind. I know like you probably didn't think about that beforehand, but um, those are like the combinations what's going to make a great wrestler. I believe Uh, that's going to be my, what I kind of base mine on. Uh, You can base yours on whatever. Like I just, I like these three guys. Okay. Uh, so yeah so right. first overall how do you want to do this who, who who wants to go first i'll let you go first you this want, is your I, topic. I get i get first overall yeah and then i get the i get the you get back to back after that yep yeah or which one do you want okay your choice um i don't care okay you go first overall okay i'll, I'll take first overall so that means i'm gonna go first brian's gonna go back to back after that and then we'll just keep yeah. going back to back until we hit 20 picks yeah Okay, so, well, with my first overall, I'm going to take the aforementioned Bret Hart. What? That's first it? overall. Bret Hart? Yeah. You don't think this is a bit high for Bret Hart? You know what? You might think it's high, but based on those three categories. <laughs> That's dope. You, he's going to be available later in the draft, man. He might be, but I don't know. Let's see who, wait, let's just see who you pick with your first overall. Are you serious? Hey, this I, is a no-brainer. I, listen, I'm gonna. I'm building a team here. I'm building a team. Of yeah, so awesome am I. Wrestlers. Oh God, 
dude listen, you took you listen took, brett brett hart was a part of a lot of tag teams that yeah really shitty tag teams the Hart Foundation? <laughs> you say, yeah, that means you got to take Jim the Anvil Nightheart somewhere I, in your top 10. Well, I might have to, but we'll see. No, this, okay, okay. No, but he, okay, if you pick anybody else in the Hart Foundation, that doesn't count. I know. Listen. His I only know. tag partner could be Jim the Anvil Nightheart, and he was not anywhere on my top 10. Okay. Fair enough. I'm just saying, I, it's my list. Okay, I'm drafting. <laughs> you don't like it. Go fuck off. Oh, man. And okay. We're, we're in Alberta, Canada. Well, I am anyway. Dude, you... Okay, he, fine. He's only the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, but I what do I know? A, I think he's a solid pick. Oh, my God. Not, not Blas- in my number one. Blasphemous. Blasphemous. He's top five. Okay. Well, there's... Okay. Top five. And... What's your number one? Uh, my number one is the great one, the uh, pie eating jabroni smacking, uh, people's champion, the, the rock. The rock, that is a good pick. The rock is an excellent pick, excellent pick. All right, and my you know what, and my pick is uh, dude, he's the rock. You can't, yeah. you can't, fuck I knew, this I is... knew you'd be taking someone of that ilk with first overall. All right. And I'll come back. Number two, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, there you go. Okay, fair enough. I'm keeping this up. Okay. Who are right, we're back at Jordan. Okay. You've made this very easy for my second three second and, and third pick. With my second pick, I'm gonna take possibly the greatest injuring performer ever, Mr. Shawn Michaels. What? No, okay. That's actually a good pick. What do you mean what? <laughs> yeah, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. I can see that, and you can actually go many tag teams with this. Yeah, I see where you might go. Number three, though. Uh, my number three uh, is another great ring performer. Might be, and yeah, he might be tied with The Rock for this. The best personality in wrestling, Mister Ric Flair. All right, it's not bad. Ric Flair, number three. Hmm. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Ric Flair. It's not bad. Not bad. He, uh, I think he stuck around a little too long. Longevity. Longevity does matter. Oh gosh. He got so sweaty and, uh, he just gets so worked up during his promos. Mm-hmm. I do. Right. Th- yeah. No, that was good. That was good. Ric Flair, HBK. Okay. Number three. Oh, I can go many directions with this. Number three. Oh, God. Okay. This Speaking of longevity. Draft is going to fall apart. It's not going to fall apart. I got this. And you know what? Because I got this guy, it's uh, it's going to work. It's going to work. I can go many ways. Number three for me is the Phenom. Oh, I good pick. Mr. Didn't... WrestleMania. The Undertaker. And I've set myself for. for tag team excellence already. Oh, oh here we you, go. You fucked. You fucked. Okay, number four. So greatest wrestlers of all time. Oh shit. So so here for me, I'm unlike you, Jordan. I, I want some integrity on my list. You pick <laughs> number one is Bret Hart. When we know he was like the main guy for one of the weakest periods of uh WWE. Yeah, like basically, is, when he is, left. This is true. When he left. 
WCW uh, was at their was coming up, but that's when uh, WWE started picking up as well. So there's an argument there that Vince McMahon like purposely let him go. This is uh, what what Bill Simmons would refer to as the Ewing theory. So as soon as you let go of your perceived number one guy, mm-hmm. the rest of your franchise just picked up. All right, so that's why I'm I have integrity on my list. So number four. It pains me to do this, but uh, the ball don't lie, numbers don't lie. Hulk Hogan. Oh, very nice. Hulk Hogan's number four. That would have been uh, that would have been my next pick. Not gonna lie to you. Yeah, but because you pick what? Do you think? Sorry, do you think uh, number four is too late for Hulk Hogan, or about just right? Number four. I feel number four. Like I think Hogan, because of who he was and what he did for wrestling, should have been top five in our list. Yeah, uh, but I feel he could have gone. This is a very objective list, obviously, because based on like you can, all these guys were saying could be anywhere between one and twenty, realistically. Yes. But uh, yeah, I think anyone's list should have Hulk Hogan in at least their top five. Top I'd five. Say. Yeah. All right. I think I got a steal. I think top three. Just because uh, if you look at pro- cross promotionality, promotions—that's not a word. Yeah. Promotionality. He was a star in WWE. He was a big, almost you could argue, another big star in WCW, mm-hmm. and then he had a good second run for a little bit too. Yeah. So, but in saying that matter too, uh, I also believe I could swap my three, like Ric Flair with Bret Hart. Taking Ric Flair at number one is actually a good pick because he wasn't a Hulk Hogan like in WWE, but he was huge in NWA. Mm-hmm. and then WCW, and then WWE. And it wasn't, yeah. like, in WWE, wasn't, like, huge. He was, of course, older. But, I mean, yeah. like, Hulk Hogan, like, I, I bet you if you ask people who they like more, Ric Flair or Hulk Hogan, like, nowadays, everyone's going to be Ric Flair. Like, he was yeah. styling and profiling. <laughs> I like Ric Flair. I like yeah. Ric Flair more than I liked uh, Hulk Hogan. So, yeah, he would be a very, um, yeah, Hulk Hogan. It's a good pick still. Like, he, he deserves to be up there. Uh, and this is where we're gonna start getting. Uh, I'm just, I'm playing lots of favorites with this next these next ones coming up here. So even though he wasn't underrated, I'm gonna say he was underrated with my next pick. I am taking the Macho Man Randy Savage <laughs> <laughs> on char- a- on charisma alone. He should be number one. <laughs> yeah, he's you know Macho Man was good good pick. Arguably, uh, and apparently it was very well regarded in the ring as well. Yes. Very well regarded. All right. Macho Man. Okay. Also so, a uh, Halloween costume for you. I, I like that. Yeah. As my favorite, might be one of my favorite Halloween costumes I've ever been. Uh, okay. Number five here. What are we going to do? There's lots of ways we can go here. Lots of ways we can go. Uh, I still have time. Okay, my number five, uh, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to do this. My number five pick, I'm going to take Latino Heat, Eddie Guerrero. Oh, that's a good pick. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> well, R.I.P. with lots of the couple of my last two picks. But... <laughs> Eddie Guerrero Eddie... at number five. I think that's a good pick. I don't, I think like, Compared to everybody up above that's been already picked, mm-hmm. he's probably, I don't know, he, 
let's look at his credentials. How many? Uh, so he won the WWE the championship once, yeah. right? I think so, just once. I mean, for sure he was a tag champ for sure a few times. I'm sure he was IC champ. I don't know what he was in WCW and like cruiserweight, maybe world. What is it? TV title, maybe. But it doesn't matter. Like, I think as an in-ring performer, he was arguably just as good as Shawn Michaels. Arguably. Yeah. Uh, and that Latino Heat character was amazing. The lie, cheat, and steal character. Yeah. Uh, and he he was always a good wrestler, but wasn't until those later years, right before he passed away, where, like, I really think he was, like, great. Yeah. All right. That was good. Interesting. Yeah. So, number five and six. Well, because you had uh, Eddie number five. <sighs> do I do it? This reminds okay. So this reminds me of uh, my fantasy football team. So this was the year <laughs> I remember when uh, Lamar Jackson was a rookie, and I kept trying to put it off. It's just like, oh, I'm not getting the value for this spot. I ended up losing Lamar Jackson. I ended up making a trade for him in the past, uh, the past fantasy football season. And where he was a fifth round keeper. Obviously, he's overpriced, but I don't care. He's going to be my keeper for the next league. And I feel like I don't want to make that same mistake again. So <laughs> I, know. I know where this is going. I think. At number five, I'm taking the Canadian crippler, Chris Benoit. Hey, well, you just picked a guy who murdered his whole family, but <laughs> I, you want to talk about integrity on your team. <laughs> I picked Bret Hart, national hero, Chris Benoit, <laughs> disgrace. <laughs> I figured that's good, like good symmetry. You nice. picked uh, Guerrero number five. Benoit should not go any lower than than Eddie Guerrero. All right, so so they both have about the, like resume wise about the same. Like Benoit won mm-hmm. the WWE heavyweight title actually once, and after he lost it, he ends up killing his family. Both these guys, I don't think I think we like them more as in ring performers instead of. Uh, how accomplished they were mm-hmm. but you know so i think this is actually a good spot for him all right brings me to number six the only reason i would take this guy at number six is because he wrote a bunch of good books he fell off the cage fell off the hell of the cell he also meets my requirements for a tag team <laughs> and he's go. won the championship a few times i was thinking him the one the only mick foley slash mankind one half of the rock, rock and sock connection. Very nice. I like it. He's high though. I'm not going to lie. This is a little high for mankind, but I'm, I'm picking him based on, uh, I liked his book books. Yeah. Did we I, actually, we know, saw, we saw the, his one man show, didn't we? No, you and Carlos did. I well, missed me, it. Carlos and AJ went, I think you yeah. missed it. Yeah, that's right. But he was good live. He's good live. Yeah. His, did you read all those books? That's one thing I have. I have all of it, the Mankind books. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. All right. Number six. Uh, okay. I am going to go with... Uh, you know, number six, I'm going to go with uh, the Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. This is a good pick. Some would argue he should have been higher. Some would angle like argue that. Um, Kurt Angle, multiple world uh, WWE champion, 
he's got a better resume than Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit actually, but, but, uh, actually no, he's got longevity too. He's probably funnier than both those guys. Maybe not Eddie Guerrero, but definitely Chris Benoit. All right. I should have taken an angle. I should have just left the killer off this list. <laughs> well, yeah. no, actually I was actually going to put him on my list in a, uh, different kind of matter. I'll explain to you after the draft, but, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, number seven. So my number seven, um, it's kind of remiss. And I think I'll fulfill my tag team with this. I'm going to take Mr. Triple H. All right. Uh, to go with Shawn Michaels for a DX. That was good. And Triple H longevity wise. He, arguably he should be higher on the list as well. <laughs> yeah. I think we, the fact that he's number seven, really number either 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. is a slap in the face for sure but yeah. i feel that this is this is his true wrestling ability because if we ranked him higher we would have had to factor in like the fact we have to overlook the fact that his wife is the boss's daughter this is true he basically wrote himself into some storylines can't get rid of him man yeah. he's still wrestling today all but right for a guy on the road who apparently never drank or did any like he was 100 percent committed so 100 percent committed Oh, oh, okay. No, go ahead. Number, I had, seven. I had, number seven. Uh, number seven arguably should have been higher, and I'm really happy you didn't take him because, uh, yeah, he would have made a, another tag team. But Chris Jericho, man. Yeah, I was, I, he was in consideration. He should have been higher. I should have actually, out of uh, just out of respect, I probably should have just taken him above Benoit. I shouldn't have uh, taken Benoit ahead of him. I feel bad now. But Hey, I still got him. So Chris Jericho, him and Chris Benoit did have a tag team for a little bit. I don't think it. Did they win the, titles uh, though? No, they didn't. that'd be my one thing. It's like they weren't like just because they tagged a couple times. I feel they had to win that championship or be like considered like a team name. But you're not using them as your tag team, so it doesn't quite matter. No, Jericho should have been. I I would have ranked him above Mick Foley. Yeah, uh, but you, you took Mick Foley out of for roster considerations yeah for that so i don't know this list is the fact that he's down here is an indictment on both yourself and me yeah so okay number eight number eight oh shit (laughs) so remember we both each need a woman and a manager with our last three picks can i count mick foley as a manager no you cannot count as a manager (laughs) he's basically a manager mick foley no come on now Okay, fine. I well, if you can count McFoley as a manager, can I count Ric Flair? No, no, no. I, I, I think he needs to be a legit manager where rarely wrestled. Yeah, okay. Paul Heyman's my number eight pick. That'd be a good. That's a good pick. He is a great yeah. manager. I feel like I'm picking Justin Tucker here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a solid, solid pick. Probably you're doing it because you have to. But yeah, I definitely took Heyman a bit earlier. He was supposed to be nine or ten. But that's okay. Number uh, eight. Number eight. I'm going to go with. Uh, how high do I make this? Number eight. I'm going to go with uh, the ninth one of the world, China. Oh, fuck. Oh, that's a good pick. And she's going to be hard to beat. I mean, lots of people think there's other women that are greater than her, but really. And of all the women that ever wrestled, she's the one that I actually thought could beat up a man. <laughs> so. She won the Intercontinental title, That's did right. she not? That's right. Yeah. 
and after her breast augmentation was quite attractive. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, interesting. This is a good pick. This is a good pick. I, uh, yeah, fuck. Oh, man. I, I mean, I'm speechless. Good pick, though. Good pick. I like Thank it. you. And then with my number nine, I am going to take, uh, possibly has the greatest, oh, I don't know if I want to pull that off yet. Okay, my number nine, I'm going to take the former UFC champion, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, he belongs here. He's credentialed enough uh, and, a, and a producer where when he came into WWE, you're like, oh my God, look at this man. And I genetic think, freak. Yeah. No, he's a good pick. I think that it's... The crazy thing about Brock Lesnar, you as a wrestling fan, you sort of overlook. He can sell a pay per view, and he doesn't even need to wrestle full time. He only he basically he's that guy that only plays in the. He's like, do you remember Roger Clemens, the pitcher? Oh yeah, yeah. Remember how Roger Clemens basically didn't need to even show up to to practice or anything, unless it was the day he pitched. Well, he's he also taking team. steroids. <laughs> Listen, well, man. arguably Brock might be too. So who knows? <laughs> Brock is probably taking steroids. Yeah. All right. Brock Lesnar. Hey. All the pick. Uh, hey, one quick question. Does China count as a manager? She was a valet there for a bit, wasn't she? Hired yeah. bodyguard. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't have to count. I no, won't she, count. No, no, no. She she does. She does count. She does count. Okay. That's that's a really good like that's a but, she takes off so many boxes. So you know what? In fairness, I should be able if you want to keep Paul Heyman, you can. Uh you could take a female because most of them started off as ballets. Yeah. Do you want to re- redo that pick? Why would I want to redo Paul Heyman? Okay, fair enough. Because you still have to take a female. Yeah, but then I'd have to take like no, I I haven't. I don't. I don't actually know which female wrestler I will take. Okay. Actually, I have an idea, but because um, you're up back to back to end your draft. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. So why not? I'll say Lita. Lita is number nine. Okay. I. Can't Former manager it. of the Hardy or ballet of the Hardy Boys. Yeah, um, and she did crazy. And SA and SA Rio, sir. I think I think that was his name. Yeah, I think you're right, but I don't remember SA Rio's. I remember he was in the WWE SmackDown, the video game. Yeah, but he was one of those guys you would never pick. Yeah. He's one of the guys that get crushed. Okay, what's your <laughs> number ten pick? Last pick of the oh, draft. Fuck. Last pick of the draft. You know what? I'm getting great value here. There's a couple big names that are off the board right now. I lots of big names. You know obviously, what? But... I am going to take uh, this guy, and this is because I remember when he first broke in. I loved his character, and then all of a sudden he got uncool. People were like, "Well, he doesn't know how to wrestle." It's just like it didn't matter. I was only picking him because he rapped really cool, and that's John Cena. Cena yeah, fair enough. John... He actually. There's an argument he should be higher, but. Um. John Cena should definitely be higher than Chris Benoit on the credentials. <laughs> Fair enough, dude. Okay. Yeah, Chris Benoit is my Lamar Jackson pick. I just Fair oh enough. my god. Well, you left a big door opening for me. Uh, there's two guys I'm considering for this last spot on my team. Rob Van Dam. No, 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 no. Oh. Which that would be a smart pick, actually. I'd like to go in the ECW world and pick someone, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to pick a guy who should have been picked a lot higher, mainly because for his time, he would have been unmatched. Uh, so the I'm honorable, yes. So the honorable mention I'm going to go for here is Goldberg, Bill Goldberg, who possibly the greatest streak of all time. 
Yeah. When he was in, he's a, he's a guy like, kind of like Brock Lesnar, like a genetic freak when he came in, like just built. But I'm going to pick with my number 10 pick, Andre the Giant, the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> I think wrestlers, this is definitely a draft that we should add more people. We'd be way more pissed at other people for taking them. Yeah, this is a, we should, this could have been a multi-person draft uh, yeah. for sure. And we could always do another mock down the road of the same draft, but like just looking at the teams, like my far superior, <laughs> far superior. What? What's the best? What are you talking Listen, about? You, your, your top couple are good. My top three are good. I have the Undertaker. Well, let's come on. Let's be honest here. I have Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Shawn Michael. Okay, my team both Shawn Michaels. The Macho Man, Kurt Angle, Triple H, Brock Lesnar, and Andre the Giant. You have the likes of <laughs> Mick Foley, Chris Benoit, <laughs> John Cena. Hey, okay. Yeah. And they're, again, they're both a very good list. I'm just saying, I believe my team is a bit stronger. Uh, <laughs> no, you took, you took arguably the weakest. Like, he was Bret Hart. Okay. Love Bret Hart. He was the headliner of the WWE at its weakest point in time. You have HBK. It's, it's a very arguable list, but it doesn't matter because I got great value with Ric Flair at number three, who could have been number one. So I really reverse the picks. I have John Cena at number 10. John Cena, who has been the top dog in WWE. Listen, I get it. You went for the like name value of lots of your guys. <laughs> and for these people listening that might not know wrestling that much, they're going to pick your team because they like, I know these guys. I think a true wrestling fan is going to pick my team for what they've done for the industry. <laughs> so let's just leave it at that. The one pick I was mad at, this is a Chris Benoit pick at five. I was going to pick him at nine and then I was going to take uh, Dynamite Kid at number 10 uh, I see. To, to be the British Bulldog. Actually, they weren't the British. I was, sorry. I was going to take the British Bulldog and Dynamite Kid, nine and 10. Why? Because they would have been. That was hot trash. But they would have been the British Bulldogs. They were a great tag team. Great. That's like like, taking Hawk and Animal, number nine and ten. Again, could have been another great tag team. You picked the Rock and his teammate. (laughs) The Rock is. The Rock is soccer. I I, I like McFoley. Yeah, you're right. Dude, I very good job. Very good job. I'm not gonna. (laughs) Not gonna crap on your team too much. I'm just saying. I think overall my team's better. Okay. All right. Well. Okay, all right. This is definitely something we need more than one, per- more than two people to do because this yeah. topic. I think some topics we can go one for one, but this is a very deep. I'll just say this is a very deep topic. You and I probably should have done best favorite UFC fighters of all time. Yeah, we could have done that too. Favorite Top, MMA yeah. fighters. Yeah, we, we but even that's a quite a deep topic. No, we could just break it down by division. Yeah, that'd be tough. Yeah, figure it out. Oh, sorry. Uh, I know you, you You probably want to do favorite porn stars of all time, but I just don't know that many compared to yourself. <laughs> what the fuck? We'll have to get James on that topic. You might know. It would just be James. It would just be James level off number guys. I remember back in the day. <laughs> Jenna Jameson. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, just on another, another topic. Uh, so our last... Our... Last uh, episode, which was the movie movie review, yeah, Frozen Dad movie. movie Club. I I found a name of a segment. You know that one I was just like, I I like this works, this works, that doesn't. Mm-hmm. It was a horrible working title. Yeah, we should have called that segment. Um, 
we should call that, that segment. Fuck, I forgot what I was gonna call. Oh my god, great uh, name, great name. No, no, no. Oh, uh, suspend your belief. Oh yeah, I'm glad I was waiting in suspense for that one. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we'll have to table that for a further discussion. That'll be uh, that'll, that'll be the working title. Working title. All right, that was a pretty good segment, Jordan. I like that. If yeah, if, if anyone has any ideas of uh, things they'd like just to mock draft or would even like to be a part of that mock draft, let us know. We yeah. can make that happen. Yeah, the the email address is hey don't touch that pod at gmail.com. Yes, we need to get that out there. I know we're being over our inbox is overflowing at the moment, but uh, overflowing. Oh, uh, but don't worry, always, we'll have a mailbag. It's always episode. good. It's always good to hear from the fans and the ladies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, last segment, second last segment, uh, dad blog. All right, Jordan, how was your uh, adventures in fatherhood this week? <laughs> They're good. Uh, Monroe is actually grew like she's going definitely going through a growth spurt. She's eating like a horse these days, and like I'll pick her up at day home, and her clothes clearly do not fit her. <laughs> like I, I'm talking to her, my wife, I'm like, "What are you like? Are you checking to make sure these clothes fit?" She's like, "I don't know. They did like last week, and now they're like." <laughs> Her like arm, her arms, uh, sleeves are too short. Her like belly is showing. Her pants are like like flood pants. Like, um, who dresses this kid? Yeah, and she's definitely like alert, like repeating everything now that we're saying. And it's that's actually a really fun time to hang out with her. Like, it couldn't still be frustrating when she's just like, "Hey, do that." No. Uh, okay, <laughs> we'll have to deal with this. But for the most part uh it's super fun uh dealing with this growth spurt it's kind of funny just like seeing her go through it and she's like man just the amount of food she's eating lately like every time she's like, i'm hungry like today she ate two cobs of corn oh wow yeah on top of a burger holy shit i was like geez yeah like though like out of the three of us that were eating tonight me and her had two cobs of corn and my wife had one. Oh fuck Oh wow, yeah. Uh, so that's that's my ventures right now. Uh, we do have the kid on the way soon, and then like I think about three weeks here. Yeah, how's the podcasting going to go for that? I was well to <laughs> figure out. Maybe I have a guest host here. Maybe uh, you might but, be you might be guest producer, an idea man for those weeks. <laughs> but uh, we'll see how it goes. Oh, we have to do some quick hitters. Oh God, not looking forward to it. I'll tell you this, man. Like. Serious note, just you know, we try to keep things like on this podcast. Fucking parenting is fucking hard. It's no joke. I was I, I, on multiple occasions this week. So recently, this is the week my wife went back to work, and I was uh, so so her she works uh, rotations. So her shift starts at three o'clock on weekdays, ends at nine. So I have to get home by. 2 30 or so so she has enough time to get to work so i'm, I'm up at 5 30 a.m i get to work at 7 and then yeah so i have to basically be a dad for like a long time straight it is hard uh, i don't know how my parents did it like just two kids i don't know how my wife does it i i re- i feel like so today we were basically she and so my wife works on weekends from eleven until six, eleven thirty till six thirty, and I found that 
if I didn't have a TV, I would have been fucked. It's like when when the when the baby's awake, I basically have to make sure he doesn't destroy the house and play with shit. And then my daughter has you know basically fends for herself. Yeah. And then when he goes to sleep, it's like okay, now I can focus on my daughter. I, I how do people split and do other things other yeah. than raise their children, man? It'll be like a permanent handicap match for like for the week. <laughs> like- do you feel okay? So do you feel bad when you like? And that's the other thing, like, dude, I. Don't get me wrong. I love my both my kids. Love the hell out of them. But I need a fucking break. And I've only been with them for one day, maybe two. It's like, do you feel bad that you don't like freaking treasure every second of your of your day with your child? Or maybe you do. Like, how 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 is it work? But for I feel you? bad. No, no, <laughs> I do not. Um, yeah, it's one of those things. I don't feel bad about what, like I mean, you spend your time with your kids. I enjoy it. Uh, but if I can get away for the night or a weekend, if possible, it'd be sweet. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think my wife would say the same. She's like, "Oh yeah, I get to be away from my husband and kid for a little bit. Yeah, sweet, I can do that." Does it make? I, I just, I really hope that it doesn't make me a, a shitty person. Like I said, I, I feel like it. I think listen, it's just you're, like- you're gonna be a shitty father if you don't come back from. Like, listen, I need a, a little break. If you don't come back, then you're a shitty dad. That's true. Yeah, thanks, bud. But yeah, no, today, like, I don't know, like, dad. Uh, so last week we had a uh, socially distant birthday party for my my son. He turned one. Oh, big man! Yeah, big man, big big boy on campus. That that motherfucker. Is, uh, I can't say that that guy. Like some days you can't hold him down. It's like mm-hmm. he knows how to hop out of my arms now. Jeez. Yeah, he's he's uh, very strong. Uh, sometimes he'll bite you, and he'll laugh. But but that's so, and he does like I don't know man he's 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 just he'll look at you all of a sudden and he'll just start speaking gibberish mm-hmm. but it's not like gibberish just like they're just saying it just whatever it's like he's trying to tell you something he's looking at you and he's just like and just like waiting for you to respond and just like motherfucker I, I don't you're just talking gibberish man you're not saying anything but he's just like he thinks he's talking it's awesome yeah. But my actual dad blog is uh, my daughter. Now I actually have to watch what I say around her. <laughs> not just the swearing, but she repeats. It's everything. It's yeah. just like, but it's not just repeating. It's just like, she internalizes it. So uh, one of, so we invited my wife's friend over for a socially distant birthday party yeah. and her kid, one of them said something about, I don't know. He hated something. And then Lydia's just like, Hey, he's like, my daddy says you shouldn't say you hate stuff. You know, you're not allowed to say you hate things. And I was like, what the fuck? Uh, I, t- I tell my wife, I'm like, yo, she's like picks up on everything. And then my wife's like, yeah, that's why you can't tell her that. You can't say that uh, when the customers come after hours that they need to go home because you hear, <laughs> you hear that she repeats it from you, right? Yeah. It's just like, oh yeah, I guess so. It's pretty funny. I'm just like, okay, bakery's closed, pizza boy, find another way home. And then Daddy, Daddy says he's a grower, not a shower. <laughs> What? <laughs> Who told you that? Actually, mom said that. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Anyway, that's that's my dad blog. I just like I said, this shit's hard. I I don't want to bitch. I feel like our parents were like they bitched less about it, or we just didn't hear them bitching about it, right? I'm sure you know. I'm sure they bitched about it, but I feel like previous generations before us were just a lot harder. Like by harder, I mean like we're so. Uh, not as well, us yeah us we're softer we're softer than our parents for sure 
and the generation after us is just softer like just yeah what they can take and what they can't so it's like beating your children how did my mom ever do that i i, I can't beat my kid not that i'm not saying that just to like virtue signal it's more just like i've tried it like i've just imagined whooping my kid's ass and it's just like oh i can't do yeah. it how can you hit hit this thing that talks to you right and they know yeah. Yeah, but sometimes you just, sometimes you gotta lay that hammer down. Like, <laughs> we say know. that. We I say that now. I yeah. I don't know what the right answer is. Obviously, but yeah, to parenting is harder than it looks. Obviously, it's harder than I thought it would. And I'm not yeah. just saying that because. And I, I, I right now I only have the one. When the second one comes, I have no clue what I'm gonna do. And yeah, I just man. talked. I talked to a friend of mine today, uh, and he's like, "Dude." He has, he has his oldest daughter's 13 and his one like younger than him is like uh, younger than her has got to be maybe 10, 10 or nine. And he's like, they both have attitude. He's like, I want to throw both of them down the stairs, but <laughs> he's like, I don't know what to do. And then he has like a two year old son too. He's like, Holy shit. he's like, and this, the kids are just as bad. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Three kids, man. Can you imagine that shit? Yeah. That'd be. That'd be something else. Oh, God. But I mean, like three he has three kids, but the age gap's good enough where like the thirteen year old wants to help out with the younger one. Like having yeah. three, someone I can't remember who we're talking about, but someone just told me they have like four kids under five. I was like, that <laughs> that is wild. Four kids under five? Are you a yeah. fucking moron? I think. Well, I do know. I do know a good friend of mine. Well, not a good friend of mine, but like I played hockey with him uh, when my daughter was born. He already had like a two year old daughter. And then he had triplets. Okay, okay. Like, Sometimes you, you can't help it. Yeah, like how do you deal with? Like they had to get a new car, a new house, like <laughs> everything. Like just weren't prepared to deal with three kids or four kids. Sorry. I'm worried if we go for number two or number three, I'm worried that it'll turn into number three and four. Like that's a a fear of mine. Are you guys gonna go for three kids? You think? <sighs> or is it some more about you don't want to reveal on the show what? Your views are. I'll just say no comment right now, but yeah, no, we'd be like, we would probably like to go for three. Who, but it's just maybe you can tell me this who wants a third more? Okay, you or your so origi- originally, I thought it was my wife. Like, originally, I was just like, yeah, she wants a third kid way more, mm-hmm. but then I was just like, I was just like, because I brought it up one day, I'm like, yo, what if like two's just it, right? And she's just like, oh, yeah, we should definitely think about it. And that was then later on, later with on, you, I was just with like, you or <laughs> but later on, I was just like, okay, fuck it. No, we, we kind of decided on three. We should probably stick to it. Mm. But yeah, it's, oh, fuck. I don't know, man. Multiples. I think, I think you got it right. I think if you can, if both of you agreed on two yeah. and that was your goal, that's a, yeah. that's a good number. Yeah. That. When we, when we were trying, like we were trying for the second one, we we're like, what if we just did one? Like, what if we just kept with the one? We were both fine with it. Like we like we wanted to, but if like we're like, hey, what's what happens if just the second one doesn't happen? We're both just like, I'm cool with it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we did, we like listen, we tried, it didn't happen. Oh, we're good. So, but definitely after the second one comes out, it would take a lot to convince me to have a third. You you gonna get snipped? Probably at some point. Fahim knows a guy. Listen, I'm laser. sure I'm sure I can find someone to do it for me. Do get the laser. That's what everyone tells me. The laser hurts less. The laser. You're out of commission. I do know a guy who got it and his nuts swelled up the size of a grapefruit. 
Okay. <laughs> so I'm I'm slightly scared, but just ask Fahim. Fahim, he's the guy. He's your guy. He's your guy to ask about this stuff. Yeah, I didn't mention this in our last podcast, but like, yeah, he was. I think he was the first, either the first to get snipped, or he was just like, yeah, yeah, I got it. Like he figured it out. That's just his personality. He'll tell you mm-hmm. step A to like D. He's just like, yeah, get this. Mm-hmm. These were all the Google reviews say. This yeah. is who's gonna pay for it. Yeah. Anyway, hmm. interesting. Ask so ask him. I take it you're not getting snipped. Uh, no, not not. Well, not right away. Not right away. I think afterwards uh, I'll probably consider it. But th- yeah, I, I'm nervous about it too. Like they gotta they gotta cut your shit, and they gotta pull out one of your things, and they gotta like cut it, and then they solder it afterwards. Like I just like oh fuck oh, that. Whoa, I don't want to hear any of this. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, okay, so uh, well, last segment. <laughs> last segment, the beer review. Okay, <laughs> let's finish these things up. Oh. oh, man, that description at the end there was something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you okay there? Okay, I guess I'll start uh, since you're like dying. Uh, well, I had the Alley Cat Full Moon Pale Ale. Uh, it was 5%. I had this beer before. It is very good. Um, <coughs> yeah, I, it's a solid beer. I'd, I would drink it. I would drink it more often than not if I had a chance to. So I'm going to give it on a scale of 10, like I normally do. I'm going to give it a 7.4. That's good. Which I believe is a good beer. Consistent beer. You know what you're going to get. Yeah, Very nice. I think it's good, and it's uh, extra points for just being a like it's been around for a while. I like yeah. has a long time. and it's local to me in Edmonton here, so yeah. I don't plus. think they sell it here, but uh, cool. All right, <laughs> seven seven point four. Okay. Uh, so I had the Hacker Pashore <laughs> Municher Gold. It's a traditional Munich Lager filtered. Maybe I don't like. Loggers. Maybe I don't like Munich. I know that's a lie. I love, love to go to Munich. Uh, this beer is okay, though. I really hope my wife didn't spend too much money on this. It is. Uh, it's like it's good, but I don't think I'd have it again. So on a scale of ten, no five, this gets like a three point. It's very average. Three point three, we'll say. Fair yeah, enough. Three point it's it's good but it's like yeah man world war ii is over why are we going why are you getting your beer from germany when the local stuff so much like good i do like a good half a wise i guess yeah, it doesn't I need mean, to be brewed in germany though no 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 all right well holy shit that does it yeah it was longer than we thought it would be but i think it was a good we good episode all this, together we we're trying to keep this shit under under, under an hour under an hour we were probably about right. I think bet you were about an hour and twenty minutes right now, <laughs> give or take. Just, yeah, hopefully uh, people appreciate this. Anyway, so find us on iTunes wherever you get your podcast. Rate? Can you just rate us five stars, please, on iTunes, and uh, tell your friends. We might put this start putting this up on our social media. I have no idea, but yeah. Anything else, Jordan? You want to give any uh, shout-outs to any local uh, restaurants or local businesses that you've been supporting recently? Local businesses. Um, well, other than uh, Rashto Martial Arts, which is uh, definitely local to me anyway. And 
yeah the albertans um that's from like a fitness standpoint too which i think uh, if you're not if you don't have like a personal gym membership when whenever you feel like if they are open you can imp- even if you're interested in self-defense or just general sort, general sort of fitness level it's a good thing to get into yeah uh, you meet a lot of good people during it too which is nice you it's might even al- start a podcast with one of the people you you might po- yeah exactly it's not always about like i feel uh it's good instruction it's a good environment like especially if you like my age i'm a 34 now i'm not looking for to be anything more than just a general hobbyist at this stuff so it's a good it's a good environment uh, but other than that uh, i recently had i think it was called dante's pierogies whoa we, or- we ordered it in and it was quite good is it uh oh, do they pe- no pepe's pierogies so do they is it a restaurant or is it a, it is a pierogies you can no buy? well i don't know i said pepe's uh, pierogies by ghost kitchen so it definitely ordered off skip the dishes uh, I haven't discovered if Ghost Kitchen is just like a big place where they have a bunch of different restaurants, maybe. Right. Uh, but it's called Pepper's Pierogies. They were quite good. We got it because okay. we had an Uber Eats. Dip- like, I get it. Shouldn't order off Uber Eats, go there and get it. But it was Sunday night. This hey, is man. what we had last week where my pierogies came late, but they were delicious. Uh, other than that, what else did I have this week, if anything? That's about it. I haven't had too many local, I've been mostly eating in. Uh, have you been ordering lots? No, not really. There's a guy who I played hockey with, uh, who uh, you can you can order sushi and poke bowls from. What's his uh, his like? What's his, I I, uh, you know, I don't know. I just I, I'll figure out more. I don't I don't think I think it's like a private thing. I don't think he wants to be. Oh no! Shoutouts. No shoutouts. Because he doesn't have a license. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. but it, it was delicious, whatever you mean. So, I, I might be getting some more uh, poke bowls here this week. Interesting. From what I'm told, though, it's either really good or it's really bad, depending on who's making it. So, a wide range of outcomes. How about you? Anywhere other than the bakery? Well, you pump the bakery. No, I can't pump the bakery. Oh, okay. Well, uh, they, they well I can't. They, just, want, they don't want to be associated with our show. Fair enough. Fair enough. The, uh, let's just say, like, you could. It's already sold. Everything's already sold, man. It's made. Gotcha. It's, it's already spoken for. Gotcha. They're, uh, already, too, so, they're already too profitable. <laughs> uh, local uh, local shout out, Anarchy Coffee Roasters in Kelowna. This is good coffee. Don't spend your money on Starbucks, even though sometimes I buy Starbucks. But yeah, the, they have fantastic coffee beans. The guy, if you're local in Kelowna, your order is over $30, he'll bring it to you. Ooh, very good. Service. Uh, shipping is, I think, if you order anything over $80, the shipping is free. Nice. Anarchy Coffee Roasters. Uh, yeah, go get yourself some. Oh, I guess I do have one more. If you are trying to grow a beard, the be- the beardstruggle.ca, they appear to be local. <laughs> you get all the oils. I'm Jordan's very beard looks very good. It's looks very good. True probably quite soft if you touched it right now even though it is kind of short yeah i can just touch the screen hey, you give me six months you watch this thing's gonna be like a <laughs> unicorn tail <laughs> i don't know how to describe it are you gonna keep your beard yeah you know what uh until i'm forced to shave for work i'm probably just gonna grow a thick a thick lustrous beard <laughs> nice <laughs> and there's no i feel there's no real reason not to at this point i yeah. like having a long beard in general 
uh, as, but it is a bit of upkeep. Like it's like makeup for women. You gotta do that oils and shampoos and brushing. It's by kit. You don't have to buy the kit, but it definitely helps. It definitely helps. Beard wash is a must, though. <laughs> wash your beard. Wash your beard, and you want to be uh, oiled up. Like you don't want that dry skin underneath. So okay, make it itchy. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening, guys. And we will see you next week. Have a good one. Goodbye. Good night.